Yo, what was that song y'all had me dance to? The birthday song <laughs> that we had you dancing to? Yeah. What do we have? What do we make him dance to? It was when, some birthday song. Yeah. It was a birthday song. It was a birthday song. It was like a shaking ass birthday song. It was a shaking ass birthday song. I mean, I tried to definitely get um, Zoe to dance on you. Oh yeah, well, yeah that, that, that's, but, that's given. But like, we made you do a two step to some to some. Um, it was hella. It was hella songs. I can't even lie to you. Yeah. So I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know what to yeah. what to tell you with that one. Pimp. Was the one where we tried to make you do the feet like footwork? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> she was getting wild. I was, she was getting crazy. I was, I was geeked. I was geeked <laughs> up right there. Dude. What you what you had like what two drinks? Nah, two, two drinks? I mean yeah, but we also had like just we were smoking hella, hella during that whole time because we went for three blunts in I think. Literally, Twelve blunts. I, mean, I was four because we smoked the one. Oh yeah, while we were rolled, party, you guys were yeah. yeah, like twelve blunts. You know that was a dumbest. You know two ever. edibles, three brownies. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, whatever that dude, I still have nightmares of that edible. We have hilarious. I dude. mean, I'm gonna keep bringing that edible back. So oh you talking God. about that zombie one you was telling me about? The three layer chocolate mm, cake, dude. you know, peanut butter, you know, swirl. It's two layers. <laughs> <laughs> it's Why? got chocolate chips and brownie, but it will fuck you. I mean, it will knock you out, boy. I As, mean, it is. Personal it's a commitment hitter, yeah. to the details too. Like that's not no brownie. That's not a cookie. No, it's, a it's called a slutty brownie. Ooh, yeah, it's a brownie. Let's call it a slutty brownie. That's slutty brownie. brownie. You just want to smack around and mm-hmm. you know, no, it's smack. No, because that brownie gonna you sweat you out. <laughs> <laughs> that brownie gonna have you face down on the bed. Oh man, it's gonna be some relationship. Bro, it's last time, dude. You gonna have anime playing. Somebody going like, bro, what you got into last night? I mean, shit. Like, I got myself <laughs> into a slutty brownie. That's what I got into. <laughs> edible something serious, you know. Uh, I mean, can't fight oh against that, gosh. you know. I wish <laughs> I could have brought the slutty brownie to Howard's homecoming. I wasn't oh going to go to homecoming yeah. this year, but I would have and brought that. I was, I tricked myself. I was like, I was really thinking like, you know, I'm going to do it, you know. If, if they don't cancel it, which of course, you know. Yeah. You know, it's only going to happen one way, but. Yeah, I was gonna go. I was I was really? looking at looking at Airbnbs, looking at flights, Whoa. trying to schedule it out. Dude, who else when is it, going? That's the thing. Like a lot of I, people. It's supposed to be a decent. I feel like it was half our. So class. homecoming was gonna be like what for the for y'all like next month, like in October. October. Yeah, yeah, October. So yeah. so I'm saying if you would have you would have waited this late to kind of decide to go to to homecoming, them prices going they were gonna do you dirty on them prices. On those like, flights, do you nasty? It'd be okay. I mean, I feel yeah. like. I feel like I feel like like towns know when schools have their homecoming. But so the that, Southwest that's a, Airlines now. You said what? The Southwest Airlines now. Okay. Yeah, it's no it's either around that time. It's sure. either the airline you're gonna pay. It's gonna be the Airbnb slash hotel unless you stand with somebody. Yeah. So yeah. so you got to yeah. think about that. See, the Airbnb I'm, will fuck you up though. Like Airbnb Airbnbs really are like hotels now, up. so them yeah. prices nasty. Oh, dude, <laughs> you know, so they don't even come making making bed. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, and make your own bed. I gotta wash my own dishes. I gotta take my own. You don't got the little, the little mint. You yeah, know, you got a little mint. Best. No, no, no housekeeping whatsoever. You know, scented towels. You know, 
Man, give you the little like, bars of soap. Make me feel welcome, you know. Like, <laughs> and some still do that. Some I, I went I went to Nashville and they were really you know hospitable. They had the chocolates. They had all the toiletries. Wait, this Airbnb? Anything. It was an Airbnb, bro. Wow, where it was really Nashville, bro? I'm talking. Like, Somebody must have been a previous hotel manager because that's the only way that can work out. Like, <laughs> no, they fell off. They, it's uh, it's the you know. They they don't they don't treat the, the guests like they used to you know you know yeah. when so you, it's a lost art when you mm-hmm. when you get out there I mean you, you try your best to impress you know you do whatever you can so you you spick and span you clean you give all the discounts you low rate but now you you know got some wing got some wind by underneath your wings you feel me now you can't get the hotel prices Facts. without the hotel service Facts. you know just get out watch just me switch back out. you know. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I I really enjoy the privacy of a whole house. Like it's kind of like that's the one thing a hotel can't give you. It's like, bro, you are not sharing a wall. I mean, honestly, and I may be disrespectful, but I don't give a fuck about the people next to me. <laughs> no facts. <laughs> that plays no consideration into anything that I do in that hotel. Yeah. <laughs> anything you don't like the whole privacy with it? it's like no it's like i mean get i like whole it play- like you could get a pool by yourself bro i've had some bad experiences in airbnb uh, i can't even lie well what's it caused by you that's no, the thing no because here's the thing no it was like for blaming the girl right blaming, the, like girl. blaming the victim <laughs> if i had dressed right look out of here bro man. no we had we had it was software year homecoming actually so it was a homecoming airbnb i had my girlfriend at the time coming in town you know how visitation is so it was like gotta get an airbnb because she can't even stay in my dorm (laughs) and then like literally we had 15 people over for a pregame bro we were gone by 10 30 at 8 30 in the morning the fucking airbnb guy pulls up banging bang 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 banging bro I am washed, bro. We were out all night. It's his fr- first Friday night of homecoming. That's like, you know oh, what I'm saying? Man, the morning bro. after any event. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And then, you know, mm-hmm. my girl's in town. Like, you know, we yeah, had a long night. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I get up. It, he's like, he's like, what are you doing? Like, uh, you guys lied to me. You guys had all these people here. I'm like, y'all fucking. need to go. I was like, what are you talking How about? How did you find out, though? Bro, he had a camera. At the door. Oh wow. The little ring joint. Yeah, a little oh, ring. Wow. Not not ring, but like kind of like that type of thing. And yeah. then he uh he was like, um, you it says you're not supposed to have parties. I was like, I did not have a party. He was like, I saw like 10, 15 people walking through. I was like, that's not a party. Right. Yeah. And I was like, and literally, was... we were gone by 10 15. It like, was a house. Like it yeah. was literally just a pregame. <laughs> it was a meetup. It was, it was a house it was a meetup. <laughs> You know? It was sick. And then on the Airbnb, I did lie to the guy. I'll say that. I lied right to but Don't call me a liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I felt, I felt disrespected. I felt like my honor was being challenged because it was a small lie. Okay. He, in, in the thing, you because you know, we're black. And so I was like, I'm not trying to get. Do you play that you know hard? How, you know how hard it to. is to you get an to. Airbnb, bro, in DC? True. I don't know True. about other places, yeah. but. Like I got rejected for a lot of them, and I I had the money. I I met the qualifications. Right, it you was age. No, it was and, all about the But age like, issue. so I was like, oh, like me Isaiah and my Thomas. girlfriend. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I met the I met the qualifications, but I don't. was not selected. Did not select me. And so I had told this guy instead of telling him I was a college student and all this stuff, I was like, me and my girlfriend are visiting town. 
for homecoming for my for my old school blah 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 and then i don't i honestly do not know how he found out that i live here but he was like, you lied to me. You live in D.C. No. I was like, he was really on his investigation. He was on the cameras. He was like, wait, wait, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> More than 12 people? This was like hey, a party. Oh, you know what's nah. funny? He had to cut his vacation short for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know how pissed you got to be? Like, I know they got to be fucked up. My whole crib was no. in Mexico. No. He saw your bullshit. He was like, bro, I'm booking. Bro, Tulum, bro. Just <laughs> Tulum. <laughs> so Tulum can wait. Yeah, <laughs> mess this nigga. Yeah, bro. Oh, At the end God. of the day, that's why I don't. I mean, I get Airbnbs every once in a while, but my stepmom, she runs a hotel, so I get discounts when I want to go. So oh, I do see, hotels. You, you didn't offer favorite. this up? Like, I'm not allowed to offer up her discount. That's very clear. I mean, you can pay the fee. She'll so give you. If you she'll go give you on the trip and we go with you. We under his rate uh, because rate. he's yeah. he gonna be the one to book. If you. we're all staying saying. in the same, if we're if I book all the rooms, yeah. Nah. I'm gonna just have I'm gonna just book through you now. Yeah. So I'm yeah, like, bro, can you just book this for me? Booking. It's a fee. I mean, you'll get like I was staying at just the other weekend when I was in Portland. Mm. It was like probably like a two fifty a night mm. hotel mm. and i stayed there for two nights for 250 or two nights for 200. oh yeah mm. so okay. i got a pretty nice it's a pretty nice discount. Okay. pretty nice you know all right yeah. for homecoming one. this year <laughs> <laughs> it's on you it's canceled brentford see the thing about it though is it can be canceled but like it can still be a link up though you can know it? Essentially, what homecoming is is it's a time for people to unite and gather. Homecoming is for the alumni, not the students. Exactly. After after going to like my first like alumni homecoming, your perspective completely changed. So when you're a student, like you in it, it's busing, you know, That's it's parties. Weekend. But when you come back as an alum, like of course you don't got access to the like the facilities and stuff, dorms, but it's way more parties, it's way more to get into as an alum. Like I really realized that. Well, it's alumni parties. And it's like, they're super selective all the time. They, they, they be like, having like all black affairs and you feel me? Like they have legit like. Oh, you niggas got some money now. Those are alumni dudes. They're like, yeah, yeah black it's time to kick bro. in. Nah, the homecoming brunches are the best. Homecoming brunches. Yeah, I didn't go. Early. I didn't actually go to mine. That that I Damn, think you missed out. On I think I was too lit. drunk the night before. I said I need to sleep in. I'll be damned if I have to get up. And um, which means that sustenance. And I'm talking about the mimosas. Endless mimosas. <laughs> see, I need to fight that hangover. See, I need to go to a DC <laughs> brunch. Like I need to go to that scene. Like I need to see that mimosa. Like the endless mimosas. The the affordable prices. The I need to see what that vibe is like. I heard DC is the mecca for brunch. It's the mecca brunch for brunch. culture. It is, yeah. it's, it's, HBCUs. it's a spectacle. Like literally you never see your glass like empty. <laughs> like <laughs> like the minute you look away. So we're talking like mimosa up. towers. Like, or they can drop off a picture. Yeah, yeah they, they drop off the picture. Or they do like sick. a mix of like they give you the champagne and they give you the OJ. Okay. And then you just gotta do it yourself. So I'd be like right. <laughs> all champagne, little drop. Right, right. <laughs> no drip. No drip. Just for the color, you know. Blah. You know. Oh, I think that's yeah. decent. That's what they that's what they have to do, honestly. Just gotta set that picture right there and be like, just make sure that doesn't get empty. But, uh, I'll, I'll yeah. take care of the table, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. <laughs> just like have my French toast right now. No tip necessary. Like, right no. there. <laughs> no, no tip necessary. My requirement is like the um, every dolly that I spend on my bottomless is one mimosa I need to drink. Like my mimosas need to come out to a dollar per. 
You feel me? So yeah, like twenty dollar bottomless, I'm having twenty mimosas. Especially if they give you a little. Yeah. No, if, if I, I had twenty mimosas, absolutely. If I had twenty mimosas, somebody's yeah. carrying me out the house. Right, I'm not and driving there or back. <laughs> not in DC. I'm like, take the keys, bro, because this is not ha- like Same. I'm not doing it. That's the beautiful thing about. Oh uh, well. Yeah. All right, so like. The beautiful thing about DC is you can catch a bike. Technically, that's still drinking and driving. So I'm not I'm not endorsing Stop that. I'm not endorsing drinking that. Drinking and driving by bike. It is. Who's you going can, to, you what, can get what a cops ticket. Pull, really? You can I promise you. You're lying. You are operating. Get a, a ticket for what? You can get pulled over on a bike like if a bicycle. No <laughs> motor. No motor. You just <laughs> I mean, you yeah, pulled yeah. over by a cop on a bike. Yeah, yeah, about, bro. bro. Do you realize how crazy you look right now? Like, <laughs> that cop. Has I mean, that. the little scooters get like to like day. 15, 10 miles an hour, and you skirt skirting. You feel me in the street or in the sidewalk? We need that. See, Bring I that ass that. over to the side. Yo, you finna go to jail, buddy boy. <laughs> I got a spot for you. <laughs> no, I get that because of course motors and all that stuff, but like a bicycle. Like, bro, you had to meet the wrong cop at the wrong time. No, no, no. Time. Imagine I mean, you are a danger to pedestrians. You are a danger to. You can hit a car and a bike still, yeah, and you yeah, can do some okay. damage, bro. Right, like, so right. like, imagine if you hit heated. somebody. Like, you're drunk and you still. That's gonna hurt. That's still gonna hurt. Imagine if you're walking, somebody hit you because they drunk on a scooter. You'll be pissed. I just, I feel You'll like the other pissed. Yeah, okay. scooters too. You'll be pissed. I just be feel cautious. like that's so disrespectful to get a ticket and you're on a bike. Like a one fifty park, like a uh, driving DUI or some shit, or what? He gonna arrest you? He gonna pull you over and be like, "Oh, well, you are gonna have to." Thankfully, park I'm not your speaking bike. from experience. I just know that you are operating a vehicle under the influence, and they, they can, they can ticket you. But you're right. You gotta, you gotta yeah. pass the wrong dude. Uh, the birdie wrong told time. me you can get a ticket. You're like nothing from me, but I heard through the grapevine you. <laughs> you can get a ticket. So you know, it's it's kind of oh, hefty man. too, but I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's nothing on me. I wouldn't know. I, wouldn't know. I didn't go. They're that. trying to hit their quotas, so they'll write that check up. Damn! Just <laughs> imagine, like first of end of every month, all these bikers ticketed just throughout the whole nation. That'd be rough. Oh man! Nobody bikes on Saturdays. You gotta sweat man. it out. You know, you gotta get all that out of there. Somebody gotta. Somebody gotta do it. All right. With that, let's bring in. Let's bring in our beautiful listeners. Good morning. Welcome to the morning interlude. My name is Malachi Ford. Uh, welcome to the podcast. If you guys are enjoying what we are laying down, please give us a like, subscribe. Um, go ahead and listen to us on any of the podcasting platforms that you use. Uh, YouTube, follow us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at the morning interlude. And um, let's welcome the guys. Brantford, how's, how's it going? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. Coming off a great weekend, pairing up for my boy's 24th birthday, that big Kobe year. What's up, Byron? Yeah, we've been lit. We've been partying. We've been shooting. We've been working, bro. We've been in the lab for real, for real. After after the longest short week I've ever had in my life, you know, I'm telling you, those holidays be a blessing and a curse, but Labor Day was last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Bro, that didn't count. Just think about it like this. You got to go back to work tomorrow. So, yeah. Think about, yeah, Labor Day was a blessing. Yo, how are you feeling, Prentice? How's it going? Well, you know, I'm alive, bro. I'm decent. Like, it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. We bought in Byron, like, you know, really official for his birthday. You feel me? 
um mm. you know my heart was kind of heavy i'm not gonna lie um uh, yesterday was the anniversary of my mother passing mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. but i was real i was around a lot of good people you feel me we was uh you know having fun we shot you know uh byron's you know promotion so he's gonna talk about that but nevertheless being around good people being around you guys i was straight so this whole weekend i was good yeah, last sure. night Good, good, drunk, feeling hey. oh, great, man. celebrating two lives, bro. Right, right. <laughs> Key is right. a special place in my heart now. It's yeah, that's a place. It's, it's nice, it's a nice little joint. So yeah, I'm good, bro. Like looking forward to this week, and you know, we gonna see what happens. Loving that, Byron, birthday. Birthday boy. Oh boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 24. No, nah, it's every me. year is every year is a, a blessing, year. bro. Okay, it's 365 Thank days. Thank you, all y'all. For celebrating mm. with me on my birthday, it was a lit time. I was inebriated, I believe, <laughs> you know, ninety-five percent of the time. Just you know, five percent for the sleep. For the sleep. Saddle Ranch right, fighting right. his demons at the front of the table. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bobblehead right. ass. Oh, bro, dude, because it was like I was over here, like I'm so hungry, I'm so drunk. Like, please, someone balance this out. And then y'all won't put me on a bowl after all of this. Like, did you not think you wasn't you going on a bowl? It, bro, you <laughs> did your shit. Yeah, you oh, had to You was on there for a lot. I thought I thought you were going to get thrown off. Like, I thought they were going to try to spin you and throw you off quick. They and you were. Was, no, you was they were. No. Dude, it was on difficult if from jump. saw yeah. the thigh power I had uh, I just told off you of squeeze. fear. Hey, you said He's trying to choke it with your with the legs, you know. <laughs> you can imagine my ass looking at Bradford while he's like, "Hey, bro, you just got, got, yeah, yeah, get that clutch." You know, it's like what? Um, but yeah, it was lit. It was sick. Thank you guys so much for coming to the promo. I hope the payment of liquor was sufficient enough. For uh, dog, dog, the payment of the good times was what I'm talking about. Uh, I couldn't ask for more. I actually needed that, so. It, right. it all came right on time. So. It was literally a That's gift right after that long ass short week. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was good. What, what were we? Uh, what were we promoting? Oh, uh, so check out. Uh, soon, currently in development, currently yeah, yeah. in the uh, building stage. But uh, hype entertainment. It's mm -hmm. gonna be the one-stop virtual manager for all local artists, LA to New York, all around the world. So you Worldwide. know. We'll we'll shout that out. We'll we'll, we'll post stuff. We'll post stuff. It's it's gonna be like once it gets all finished, more and more is gonna come out. But y'all get excited for that. We're global now. <laughs> claiming it now. We're global now. Uh -huh. Prestige worldwide. Why? <laughs> Why? <Wide. Wide. Wide. laughs> the <little> echo. <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna just throw it out there. That's my favorite movie ever. Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Ooh, oh, favorite movie ever. Goat. I mean, that's Honestly, definitely that's my favorite comedy. It's like I a mean, that's my favorite comedy for sure. I was literally set up by kicking and screaming. Like mm, as a kid, yeah. I I think I watched that for my 13th birthday or something like that. Crazy. Uh, and I was literally peeing my pants. Will Ferrell is a clown. He's so he is funny. a clown, bro. Like, and then uh, I saw Step Brothers, and I was like. Who are these two motherfuckers? <laughs> I'm like, but no, dead ass. Like, that's really how millennials be like growing up. Like, mm -hmm. the way they, the way we're set up, like, not many of us are like owning property. Like, we're living with parents sometimes and like, you know, trying to make things shake. But like, I mean, that's just like an extreme example. Those but are at 35, though? No, that's not <laughs> extreme. Hey, that's going on 40? No. But at 35, though? Oh you are about to insult and, a lot of people. An exaggerate. <laughs> Bro, look at the st statistics, bro. It's it's it's. I don't like it. 
I like what I've been seeing. Yeah, this <laughs> like, get your property. But 35. Literally, the way that this pandemic, that I mean, work. I wouldn't be surprised if people stay in until they're 35 because it seems like this pandemic never going to end. What happened to me, though? What happened to me, though? Byron said, I don't know nothing about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't live in this property. No, I'm still apartments. Nah, nah. Got the mortgage payment. Dude, bro, when I tell you paying a mortgage is too adult, it's, it's, it's just too. It's like they say, like, no, you're paying this. You say two. I think it's the right amount, bro. Like, but I hear you. I hear they, you. They just straight up like, no, you're paying. This. It could be like, four, but it's two. It's two. <laughs> see, we got to think about the glass half full, not empty. Absolutely. Yeah. You see, what? <laughs> see, glass half full. See? See, 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 it was me and Bradford. See, Bradford knew what was going Bradford on. Just, no, 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 no. Bradford, Bradford knew what was just going got on. That energy to just be like, I'm no, no, with no. you. He knew exactly what I was talking about. People say I'm out of touch, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> the waves be sync perfectly, right, bro. Right, like right. <laughs> the way you was this weekend, you kind of scared me. I'm not gonna lie, hey, bro. You, the way you were at Lock and Key, I was worried. You, we kept losing you too many times. Nah. Dude, I was just trying to. Get a drink. Get my adventure time, bro. <laughs> Get a drink. Yeah. Bramford was a Get floater. A he was a floater. Oh, yeah. Facts. Like Only dude I know that can go to multiple different circles and they'll act like they knew him for like the last 30 years. Only. Yeah. Only dude I know that can do that. <laughs> Easily, effortlessly. They know your parents. You feel like they know his <laughs> sisters. Every time we're out, I feel like Bramford knows somebody. Like anytime we go somewhere, okay. Bramford be fine. He's like, "Oh, we went to high. We played soccer in middle school." Like, oh, every time. The amount of people that I was running into from high school, but it's just like, I mean, I'm I'm from here. Like these are just like you know, Lock and Key is a place. I've it's the first time I was there, but like I had known about this spot from a minute. Like you know, it's crazy. That's really crazy that people know Bramford and Lock and Key before he even ever went there. I'm like, oh, this must be Bramford. Like, I heard you about saw you. That stunt that he like, just. I, I heard there. about you. He's like, I've never been there before, but people know me there. It's cool. Right, like, right, right. You know, subtle flex. You know, flex. you don't got to be modest for us at all. Oh yeah, <laughs> hey, bro, be you, be true. I, I told my listeners I was gonna keep it a buck onto the kumpo. You oh know, my so, god, so 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 so. We're not let doing me, that. Let me do that. We're not doing that. <laughs> We're not doing that. Uh, let me do that. Men's drink. <laughs> this is water, bro. This is water. I just gotta stay hydrated. You, so get a cup? Huh? you brought the glass. Hot? No, bro. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Oh. Cheers, though. I really cheers. cheers. Absolutely, absolutely. Because hey, uh, I kill my drink. I'm not finna play with you. <laughs> that bamboo, nothing to play with, bro. <laughs> hey, this rum is good, <laughs> bro. Is, I don't drink rum smooth. straight. I don't drink nothing straight. Facts. Good. Facts. It's smooth, bro. It smell like you got the little vanilla in it, you know, vanilla mm-hmm. bean joint, you know, mm-hmm. from the West Indies. That's what it is. Vanilla. <laughs> Dog, okay. I was telling someone, you, they don't know how to not season their shit, bro. Like, <laughs> it's like their food, their drink, what? all of it is going to taste good. Caribbean folk, bro. I mean, yeah. it's they don't lie. know how to season their shit. They don't shit? know how they, to not, not season to season. Oh, they got not to. to season. Yeah, everything tastes good. They say salt and pepper on your steak. They say, nah, nah I'm putting bro. all that on my steak. Oh, when I got all these other seasonings growing from the earth, I'm not going to use that. Why wouldn't you? Right, I feel like right. the wars were like, over those spices. Like. What the hell? Right, right, yeah. right. I feel like they're kind of like the perfect. They season everything perfectly and use whatever. Because I'm not going to lie, bro. The way they seasoned like cereal on French toast, that was too great. 
Mm. Like that. See, Shout like, out to Wee Jammin. Okay. You went to Wee Jammin? Wee Jammin. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I had like that Fruity Pebble. I, I felt oh, like a child. Yes. I felt like yes, a child. They got Fruity Pebble, French Toast. I had the Cinnamon uh, cinnamon Toast Crunch French Toast. Excuse me? Oh, yeah. They got this. It's this Jamaican spot. Run that shit back. Yeah. It's, over, it's over. Bring by, it back, Turbo. It's, by, <laughs> it's, on, Pico. it's on Pico. It's on it's Pico. It's like mid city, yeah. Yeah, and okay. it has. French toast, but laced with cereal. I shouldn't say laced, but. <laughs> <laughs> so you saw the weekend that Malachi had. <laughs> no, but it has like cereal encrusted French toast and they got all these different cereals. I had the French, I had the Captain Crunch. I mean, uh, what is it? Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Or like oh, you can pick your cereal. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you got oh, yeah. Captain Crunch, you got. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You got maybe some Fruity Pebbles. You just got to see no, what they really have, they have all that. that. They I need, got like Cinnamon Jacks, bro. I Apple need Jacks. the Apple Jacks joint. Apple Jacks might be a I'm going to need that. You know, this Apple Jacks on French Toast with the syrup. Can they put them on waffles? Let's get that. I need they that. They put on a pancake. I don't know about waffles. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But that, that French Toast. Black owned? Lit. Black. You say it's black owned? I wonder if it is. That would break my heart if it's not black owned. I'd be like, damn. I mean, would it really? Because you already ate it. I mean, I already got love for it, but then it's like, I, this is a black owned because it'll make me love it more or just be like, ah, damn. I mean, if it's black owned, it's just a plus because you already gave it its props as, as it bad. is. It so. should be because that's cereal. So you can't, you can't renege on your compliment. That's <laughs> sick as hell. Actually, actually, actually <laughs> like, upon finding I out. I take that back. Like, it wasn't that great. You know, who is cool. we jamming? You know, it was hot outside. I don't know if I wanted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it's black owned. Okay, Ooh, it is the greatest place ever. Shout out, shout out to We Jamming. So that's the plus right there. That's the plus right there. Hey, bro, you gotta have the We Jamming Plus. There we go. Word. Yeah, they got two locations. The owner is Antoinette G. Miss Antoinette, you're doing a great thing. We love to see it. Great. We love to see it. I hate that Krill spot too. That's like on Pico. Remember that spot with the four boys? Stevie's? Stevie's. Ooh, ooh. Stevie's. Don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, bro. <laughs> Don't. Oh, Don't. Hey, I only had a nice. little bit. I only had a little bit oh, of no, that. You got to get it. pasta oh. that he was. Bro, See, I had to share. You get the crawfish po' boy. That shit crazy. Mm, I think yeah. I had it that. changes your life sometimes. I love dude. a po' boy. Like, wow. Dude, I think I, I had like a salmon po' boy or something like that. Ooh. Like, but with shrimp with it or something like that. Ooh. They yeah. they nice. They really nice with it. Yeah, you know, it's black nice. on. You can't go wrong, Creole. You feel me? Dude, ever since I left New Orleans, I've been trying to find some good Creole food. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Obviously, it's not going to match, you know, like authentic. What, they, what the they do out there. Is I think they do pretty well, though. Something to be respected yeah. and admired and prayed to. But pray to <laughs> pray to Jesus Christ, <laughs> hey, bro. You gotta pray over I, this I, food. I, I check my ten commandments on that one. <laughs> like Jesus, the charm, bro. I had this crawfish bread that I would bend what the, the knee fuck? for. <laughs> what? You said hey, nah, bend the bro. knee? <laughs> Is that serious? <laughs> it was that serious, bro. A it was that bread. serious. It was a crawfish bread. Wait, like, was there crawfish? Let me, in let the me, bread? let me, let me break this down for you. Walk us bread. through the journey. This man probably learned how to cook. Walk it us too. through the journey. No, Put, no, okay. Like, take us up, there. All right, so we had this French bread coated with this creamy, cheesy sauce, and in that sauce was this crawfish bread. This crawfish. I'm sorry. And when you bit into that, It took you for a journey, bro. It took you for a journey. We just lost Bram for like, no, 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 no. I, I went back. There I'm about to say he went back. I see that. 
I went hey, back and I experienced it all over it. again. <laughs> Let me tell you, I found I stumbled upon serendipitously. I oh, found man. this video of something that come on, educated near, black man, <laughs> extended <laughs> vocabulary. <laughs> come on now, I stumbled upon this video, and it was basically this crawfish bread with with the directions, the ingredients mapped out for me. Mm. Of course, they subbed the shrimp, the crawfish for some shrimp. But I'm like, I'm gonna sub that real quick, and I'm gonna get right back, right? You, know? you should totally send. You should, you should send that my way. Definitely, dude. I'm gonna I'm yeah. be in the lab with that too. Be, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm you should do like a crawfish, salmon, shrimp joint, like just go crazy with the seafood, like yeah, a full seafood bread joint. Have a seafood boil. Dude, and, uh, like, crustaceans is like I never attended one. What seafood boil? Never, you never had. A I never had crawfish. I never attended a seafood crawfish. I never oh, had. What? Okay, so my recommendation: I heard from Louisiana people, literally go there for your first time because oh, I, still like go there because they just pull it up like it's oh I know like it's yeah. I don't know like oh I like, do want to give a shout out you know it's like, easy where is some awareness you just want to go ahead and. Just send our condolences to the people of New Orleans, you know, for the yeah. Hurricane Ida. I know it's been really crazy down there. My homeboy, um, he's with the um, he's with the Army, so he's down there. They they shipped him out there to help with the proceeds and the salvations and help the citizens. It, it, it's he said, it's crazy down there, like New Orleans. Um, it, it's crazy down there. Lake Charles is is kind of crazy down there. So we just want to mm -hmm. give our condolences, our prayers Absolutely. to those people. Much prayers, um, much prayers. Just, just a quick side note. I know we was talking about New Orleans, but I, I definitely just want to go ahead Good and call. Um, just give, you know, give our, you know, some time to shout them out, let them know that, you know, we with them because I know it's crazy down there, especially, you know, people, people in New Orleans have a lot of pride, you know, mm -hmm. oh, a yeah. lot of times, yeah. a lot of people um, expect them to like leave, but you know, it costs to, to leave. Like you got to get a hotel, people leaving all at the same time. Some people actually have to wait to their check to leave and then. The storm is coming damn near on the day they check. So I read an article that they said like for Hurricane Katrina, um, some people literally couldn't leave because they was waiting for that check on that Friday so they can afford to leave. And they couldn't because I think Katrina hit it on, like, on that Friday. Like they couldn't go nowhere. So like when people be, you know, be ignorant and saying, hey, you know, y'all should just leave. You can't leave if you ain't got no money. Where are you going to go? You need gas money. You need a hotel money. You see what I'm saying? You got to buy food, you know, so. Well, it's hard to sell those houses. Like a mm. flood area location, it's really hard to like sell like a property there. I right, feel like people right. be forgetting like they're like, oh, why don't they just move out? It's like, you gotta sell your house, move out. You can't sell your house to people who don't want to buy your house because it's yeah. in a flood location. And it's crazy to even ask someone to leave. Like, I mean, yeah. for the weekend, that makes sense. Like, you know, just like get out of town, just so you're not like experiencing that. <clears throat> but yeah, trying to leave altogether, it's like no one should have to leave their home. Like, I mean. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't, you know. But, you know, know. I just want to go ahead and shout them out. Shoot that. I'm but glad you did that. Shout Salute out the food, the too. <laughs> shout out the food. Can we stop talking about food, bro? I have not had a single bite to eat, and yeah, this is hard, no dude. Oh, my God. Dude, Ooh. I had to drop off. He uh, said, not me. <laughs> hey, hey. Me you about to get right after this? Oh, yeah. yeah we'll get right, you know. Please, please, because <laughs> this hurts. My bad. <laughs> we'll dial it back. It's all right. Let's hop into the first. Let's hop into the first question of the day. All right, the first question we're going to get into. Um, we can't show you guys the actual text messages, but Kanye had a very fun interaction with his sound engineer. It was my favorite, my favorite news of the week. I didn't know about it until Fred just brought it up. 
But Kanye West fired his sound engineer on his uh, working on Donda with him for being late, for being two hours late. He texted him at 9.30 talking about, let's go to work. You know what I'm saying? Let's do this. Get up. Old boy doesn't text back for two hours. Kanye texts him back at like 11.30 talking about, go home. You're fired. <laughs> no, no, no. The best part, he's like, you're fired. Stop texting me. Be, go with God. No, yeah. So he, so, so the sound engineer wakes up, okay, and then he texts Kanye back like 15 minutes after Kanye fires him, talking about, "I'm so sorry, I set an alarm, I didn't wake up. Um, I, I got my guys on the way here right now. Blah 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 blah. Like, I'm, it was super unprofessional. I'm sorry. And then that's when Kanye hits him with the stop texting. Go find, go find. Go I don't want to hear none of your excuses. You're wasting your time when you could be finding our Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Search for help. Me. Search for help. If you knew God, you would have been on time. Bro, Kanye said, "Don't come back to me until you find God." How do you reply to that? I mean, like, how do you reply to a Kanye thirty minutes text? later? Like, yo, bro, I found God. So, like, we can we we still in the lab? No, you didn't find God. Don't lie to me about that. Bro, send him send him a, a boomerang of you doing your um, oh, your scripture. <laughs> you know communion, <laughs> communion. Yeah, you know, the, the, the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, bro. Just hit him with a quick, like, bro. That's why I was late. I was actually. You gotta take a selfie with the bishop, right, right, like, right. bro. You gotta know nah, your pope. audience, bro. You pope I had point. to stop at church. I'm so sorry. My phone was on. Do not disturb. Right. Kanye, I'm on my way right now. Kanye, I promise you. I you got to go to a random Jesus church. Asking, you got to take a asking. picture with the deacon, bro. You got a selfie like, bro, I'm, I swear I was in church Just praying on this album, bro. Like, it's going to be a godsend. I promise you, bro. Oh, oh my God. You got to so, a selfie with the cross with like the priest like photobombing it or something. Yeah, just pretend to be on the cross. That's that's the selfie you want to send, right? That's the, I'm sure Kanye Deacon, like right here, bro. That's the pose right here, bro. You sure you want that? That's, 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 oh, that's you? Yeah, that's you. That's you, bro? Lower your arms a little bit. Let's, let's line this up. Do I don't you? Know. I, yeah. I, I understand. And you know, at the end of the day, it makes sense. You make Kanye West wait like two hours. I don't think people can make this. Like, you can't give this man a second to wait. Like, it's Kanye West. Not for real. And I mean, at least he had the de decency to text you. Be like, you're fired. Like, <laughs> like Loki, Loki. I mean... I would imagine I wouldn't even get a text. Like I'd just be like, I go there and he's like, Oh no, 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 you're not you're not here anymore. Oh, right. Or you show up and your clearance doesn't go through. Like, that's what I'm like <laughs> that would be rolled as fuck. That's it. That would be so that's bad. bad. No, but the fact, that's a good point. The fact that the whole conversation was transcribed is so funny. Yeah. Like <laughs> such a short, funny interaction. Like it's fantastic. That's I mean, great. so I love it. I that love brings it. us into our question. You know, like, let's talk about the uh, the demands of the industry, starting out with, you know, should should old boy have gotten fired? Okay, is it is it is that you know? Can he get a warning? I mean, I don't a two hour warning. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> two hour warning. I'm, asking, I'm just asking. It. I know where I stand. I'm asking the question. I'm asking. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean. I'll, I'll start off. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll start off. I, I think honestly, I think honestly, he shouldn't have been fired. That's just me. I, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Forgetting. that. I look. I really looked into the article about it. Apparently, dude been grinding on Donda. You know, he's a sound engineer. 
if I remember correctly, I think he's a sound engineer. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, you're you're mixing, like you're cutting out music, you're editing. And he said like, you know, I, I was working out, like I've been working like damn near 36, 32 hours straight, like working on the album, working on the song, da da this, da da that. And I guess he hasn't really eaten like that. You know, I, I was getting shaky. I had to get some food and I had to lay down. If you're exhausted like that, like just exhausted, I imagine like, you're cramming for finals, you feel me? Like you're you're cramming or you're doing some last minute studying, whether it's for finals or a big test, a big presentation, whatever. And you know, you're you're just mentally tired, you're exhausted. And then it's possible to sleep through an alarm. I'm pretty sure anybody has ever slept through an alarm at least mm -hmm. once. So it's just unfortunate given the situation, but I just, I don't know. I, I just feel like Kanye could have saved them. You know, I, I really feel like Kanye could have spared, spared him to, to not fire the man. Given the background circumstance, like, bro, like, I'm exhausted. I'm mentally exhausted. I'm, I'm tapped out. Please fuck with me. Like, I've been working on this album with you, bro. Like, you know, I, you know, I've been grinding. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't hold me like this. Don't, don't do your boy like this. Yeah, I kind of agree with Trinus, man. Like, I was waiting for that Kanye moment because. Like every time someone explains something Kanye has done, it's like, okay, wait, there's a reason this happened. No, like, yeah, I can't imagine, like, especially like you're working. This man probably like was in one of the cubbies of like the stadium and <laughs> Kanye opened the door and said, come on, Cubs. let's go get up. Um, Nah, man. I, and also like, I feel like if you worked with him, like you're working with like the reasoning also entertainment is a weird type of industry too where it's like like sometimes you are in the position where you have to be two hours early or you're in the position where you can be two hours late you know mm. like you it just depends you on be where in you're power at position to come yeah in two hours late, I yeah feel exactly like. um if he was in if it was a nine to five it was corporate yeah kind of fucked up but i mean it's kanye is entertainment cool music of all things too like yeah i i feel like he should have gotten a second chance especially if it was the reason was like you were working with him for like hours and you were just like hey bro it's either i gotta sleep for two hours or I'm gonna have to call the the ambulance on me real quick you know like true true okay yeah yeah i mean i'm gonna flip the script a little bit or you know take the other side um i mean I hear what you're saying about like entertainment being different. Like, but at the end of the day, that that's a job. Like, I have friends working like on Wall Street, like working insane hours, yeah. and yeah, it's like true. they're definitely not nine to five. But it's like if they're pulling up two hours late, I promise that's not gonna slide. Like, I promise. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, promise. That's true. Like, they're both high pressure, like high demanding jobs, and like there's just nowhere where that's okay um at the you know i and at the same time i'm definitely sympathetic like especially if he's putting his work in like and it's because like maybe like a late night like caused him to be like a little drowsy but i mean you got to get your work done at the end of the day and like you know at least with albums like this is like a a project so it's like you know i won't call it like short term but it's like it's not like ongoing like it's kind of like a burst of like you know you just got to perform and people would being like a sound engineer on a project like that, like people are definitely grinding their ass off like for a gig like that. And I'm sure he did. I'm sure he was one of those people, obviously, like he's not going to just get that shit handed to him. But you just got to keep that up. You know, you can't just 
once you get it, you got to continue to perform and, you know, meet that standard. Like Kanye West, he's personally like one of my top artists, like of all time. Yeah. Like he's just his his catalog and his um, discography is just so deep. And, you know, he's earned that respect. So it's like if you get put on a project with this dude, like <laughs> you're bringing your A game 100 percent of the 110 percent of the time, like. I'm sure it's hard to outwork him, but you should be trying grinding. To, you should exactly. be trying to you be should definitely be trying to, him. you know, yeah. like, and sleeping through your alarm. How many alarms do you have set? Like, for me personally, like, I have like a, you know, a regular job where I, you know, and I still set two, three alarms because I got to make sure I'm up. I can't just sleep through that shit. So, I don't know. Are you sleeping through three, four alarms? Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm sympathetic, but at the same time, like, you know, you got a lot of, you're ex a lot, a lot of is a lot is expected of you. Mm. I'm on the same page with Bramford. I mean, I think he encapsulated really well. Like, I, I 100% agree. Okay, like, he's working hard. You're gonna be tired, but there's no job you can be two hours late for. You can't be two hours late to McDonald's. Mm. Yeah. Like, mm. you literally, you know what I'm saying? You can't be two hours late to go pick somebody up in Uber. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, you can't. <laughs> names, name one thing you can be two hours late to that nobody's going to be pissed. You could be pissed, but you, you don't necessarily <laughs> have to be fired. Okay, okay. I mean, uh, I, I can appreciate that from a Christian perspective. Like, I'm Christian, probably should have been more forgiving. You know, he should, probably should have been more empathetic. But I think that Bramford's 100% correct. Like, I play you know we've we've all played sports like mm. you there's no excuse you have 48 minutes be good for 48 minutes like you're on a project you have this time like you have this time do it grind it oh you know what i'm saying like i work as a consultant and if i have a project most of the time it's actually pretty nice nine to five we have a deadline coming up two weeks we got to put 100 hours a week in. Do we don't give do. a fuck what your weekend looks like. We don't give a fuck what anything looks like. You stay up till the pro we stay up all night with me until we finish doing whatever we do. We wake up at 7 a.m. the next day and start again. So like So question. Do you think this situation would have improved if Okay. Like do you think like producers for artists whoever they are mariah carey whoever um should have like standard times to like so i'm just i'm just assuming benefit of the doubt this man he was probably in the stadium for like 10 hours the guy kanye probably looked away for a second this man was like oh hey can i take like a quick like break or go home to sleep and then he probably was just super exhausted do you think like they should have like actual like you know how you have nine to five standard hours standard hours yes um that was the word so I think, no, I mean, so it's almost, I think of it kind of like entrepreneurial where, um, the hours are very not set and especially for something yeah. that's not, mm. um, you know, they're like working internally. Like they don't have very minimal, very many external people that they're working with. Whereas like if, um, you know, like me personally, like I'm working with, um, people that are, you know, in different time zones and everything like, but I'm working with other people yeah. like this is, they're a team trying to create a project. So it's like very insulated. And so I think essentially Kanye is, it's his album. Like he should be able to dictate those hours. 
um and yeah having some kind of standard like it's just it doesn't seem right especially like for a creative project like um there are people that work at different hours so it's like if he's a night owl type where like um he does his best work at night he should be able to have some hours that cater to that mm. because it's centered around him he needs to be at his best mm. and it's his job also to pick people that fit that mold that can also work with him and get that done mm. um but one thing i also wanted to bring up or you know i'll i'll, I'll hold that i'll let someone else respond if they want to yeah. um yeah, on that on that side i do agree with you um about if you're like the leading artist on a project like that of course you get to kind of dictate or you know select the hours like yo like i'm pretty good like mid-afternoon to like almost early evening that's that's my best time of the day and you pick you know the best people around you that works core that can you know go with that so i can agree with that i can understand that aspect um i just think the situation overall is just you know it sucks i feel that but i feel like i understand as an artist you're the artist like you're the main character everyone got work to make you just the better artist but I don't know, man. Like, I really do feel like people should have, like, selective hours. Like, okay, if you're a nighttime worker, bet, cool. From 7 p.m. to, like, 2 a.m., nothing but work. But I do feel like you need to give me, like, mm. the hour chart ahead of time to be like, hey, bro, you got to be prepared to work this time to this time. Because a lot of artists don't really, like, it's, mm. like, at least I'm assuming here. But, like, a, not a lot of artists have, like, a tight. It's like, you got to just follow me. Yeah, when I'm in yeah. the studio, you gotta be in it's the studio. It's real fluid. When I'm out this, but mm -hmm. it's like if you're working with people, it's like I get that. Like again, these are just people working to make you the better artist. But humans, man, like true. I mean, I feel like there are nice to haves and then there are must haves. Mm -hmm. And I think that the standard schedule or whatever might be a nice to have, right? But it's not a must have. Like right. I feel like, yeah. who, who said it earlier? You said about. Whoever has the power in the situation is the one who can come in two hours late. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're working with Kanye West. <laughs> it's a privilege. It's a privilege. I mean, if literally, if you were a night owl and Kanye said, hey, I want you to work with me. I do all my work at like 4 or 5 a.m. Are you going to say no? No, you're going to say yes because it's Kanye You West. want that you're opportunity. Gonna, yeah, like you're going to bet. You are going to be flexible to get the opportunity. Kanye is the one with the cachet. Kanye is the one who is elevating your brand. He's giving you a chance to go out and show everybody what you can do. Because mm. also afterwards, he's going to be looking for that recommendation, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like... You think Kanye gives out recommendation? Like, if it's not I mean, self... Like that, so, like, even like sub, sub Kanye... Man, look. Sub Kanye for someone that... Okay, because, you know, he's definitely a wild card. But, yeah. like, take someone that, you know, like Jay-Z. Like, oh, I'm yeah, sure he probably yeah, also, yeah, like, you know, very strong, strong head on his shoulders. But if he has some wild hours, same thing, like... He might be a he. The things he are the things that he are he is asking, <laughs> might I know right? <laughs> might be a little you know far fetched. He might be asking a lot of you, but at the end of the day, the fact that he's asking you in the first place like is that's a blessing. Like that's mm -hmm. that's gonna go far. And then mm -hmm. like I said, like after the project, you know, people are gonna ask you how is your experience. Even if he doesn't write you like fucking a recommendation letter like they're gonna call him and see like you know how how'd he do 
And you, you know, have producer credits all mm-hmm. over. Yeah, and shit. yeah, yeah, that's yeah that is true. true. Nine more. That's very true. Nine like, uh, I think. Do you get your producer? I mean, how much of the album did Old Boy work on? That's the thing. Where did this text count come out? That's the right. key thing. It got leaked. <laughs> but yeah, like, it just, was there like a timestamp on top? I was about to say. I thought it was a. Is that an iCloud leak? I thought it. Yeah, yeah. I think it was an iCloud leak. That's what. That's what the I think that got popular with like the you know the photos being released. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Now people yeah. Can I, I don't know if people are like leaking texts. I don't know. It's totally I feel possible. Like Kanye now is about to start that because he's been leaking like purposely just leaking text saying like this is how I am. Do you think through communication? Do you guys put it uh, above him to leak that conversation himself? Like, do you think that benefited him at all? I feel like that would if it's Drake. Yes, he leaked that. If it was like a I don't know the producer. Maybe it's like a really high standard guy, but I don't know if he would like. I mean, he texts you, so obviously he can, he actually like right, notices right, you right. and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. I don't see how it benefits Kanye. But say, I mean, Kanye- I love him so much more now. I mean, <laughs> Go Find God is one of the greatest. I mean, next time I break up with a shorty. I'm gonna give her a go find God. That's you amazing. Do that over text. Do that over text. You, you oh do that is God. amazing. Imagine it's like, as if a text breakup wasn't disrespectful enough. <laughs> telling you to go find go God, find God, yo. Go find like, like just imagine. But, just text her. I don't think this is working out. Um, but you know, I just want you to go find God. Just imagine no. you get an email from your boss like, go find God. Go find just imagine that you means got you gotta fired. go. You got a box right next to oh your next to God. your little your little space, your little cubicle. <laughs> you sign on, check your email, and in the subject line, go find God. No subject in it, no no content. That's all you need to know. Just go find God. You already know what it is. You know Back how your things, managers like randomly place like a time meeting like on your calendar. Yeah. Imagine one of them was just titled Finding God. Yo, that's a hard yo, conversation together, to have. <laughs> together we're gonna we're gonna gather. No, that's like a Bible study. That would be hilarious. Right. right. A Wednesday work, Bible study at work, bro. I would love that. I would oh, love that. Man. Honestly, hey, I'm I'm gonna drop that on someone's calendar and be like, yo, we're gonna find God. 1 p.m. after lunch. Bro, are we are we reading the Bible? Bring your Bible. Acid. They're gonna go ahead. It's like I got work to do, bro. Like, nah. More important than finding God? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see, where, I see, I see where your priorities yeah, at. Yeah. I see where your priorities at. Go to the gate. Tell him that. <laughs> Tell him that you had work to do. That's why. Uh-huh. Tell him uh-huh. the white man's work instead yeah, of finding my Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. found God. I don't, yeah. I don't like that. Oh, I don't like that at all. Son. Oh, my God. Did you read? God, did you read my scripture is. about false idols? Come on, man. It's right there in the commandments, right? You're not even reading. I'm saying. I'm saying. Hell no. But no, the one thing I wanted to come back to was, okay, I'm honestly so the way I approach this situation, you know, I'm growing up in America, definitely um, a country that values just like working, work, work, work. It's like if we were in another country, if we were brought up differently. I feel like I could side more with like the empathetic side, but I feel like my conditioning and like everything that I've said has been based on that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we're like, we're, we're workhorses, you know, like we're trying to grind, you know, all of us, you know, mid twenties, like we're trying to have it all and we're trying to get it as soon as possible. Like, I just need a small loan of a million dollars. That'll get me through my troubles. You didn't get your PPE loan? 
You didn't get that. It was missing some zeros, bro. This is a recorded line, bro. You the face. Yo, you know the craziest thing I learned? You said PP. I thought you said stimulus real quick. I was like, my stimulus was missing some zeros, bro. Oh, my God. Imagine you just like signed a whole layer to the government and be like, um, I missed like two zeros. On my stimulus check. You finna get audited now. Because now you don't draw attention to yourself. <laughs> You're like, yeah, okay. We gonna see gonna how many zeros you Dude, owe us. Craziest thing. Um, do you know a lot of people with those PPE loans just got like, I think, forgiven or defaulted or something? That, that was the nature was, of the loan. Like, it was like. No, but yeah. like people who scam. Got, oh, like unless yeah, it was like, like a million dollar, million dollar no because trillion dollar thing. The, they the, just, the thing is, right. it's up to like, I think 40K is forgiven. Really? So even if so, you can get up to like really forty k free, <sighs> and it can be forgiven, and you won't technically get in trouble. So that's why you know I the finesse have been finessing. It's hard to be a. It's hard to like be a good last citizen. year. Last year, oh my god, high cakes up in here in California. Jesus Christ! Hey, back to weed jamming. Last time I was there, it was right around PPP season, you know? And <laughs> you know there was <laughs> bro, boys. I swear to God, like literally. It was like two Benzes oh, and yeah. a G wagon oh, yeah. pull up, oh, yeah. bro. Yes, Everybody yeah. comes oh, yeah. out. Old boy is Burberry from head to toe. I mean Burberry from the shoes. Oh, he just came from a baby shower. Got the satchel. Oh, he came bro. from a baby shower. That's that second baby said, mama too. I'm gonna put all my PPE <laughs> into this fit, boy. He was not playing. This time, that's not a rental. This time, cause you know they be driving rentals. Like, no, that was all nah, cash. Oh, yeah. You see this oh, license yeah. plate? It's specifically mine. Right, 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 right. When right. I the Rolls Royce, they thought it was leased. Oh. <laughs> oh. It, was it was the first time. It was actually one of my first times being a club that wasn't like a mostly white club. I felt like there was a pretty even distribution of white to black people, mm -hmm. uh, like white to brown people, I should say. And um, Dreams and Nightmares came on, mm. and like you know, I was talking. Not to everybody was rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I know at this, you know, after he said, "Hold on, wait a minute," y'all thought I was finished. Like no, after you, that, you gotta, it gets real hard yeah. for people. To you gotta say the like the the intro though. You gotta feel that. That's the part. You know, that's the one that sums it all up. You but gotta get there. I was looking around, and I mean, I was into know. it. But yeah. it was like there was so many people, in the, and that was just my first time in the club where the whole club wasn't rapping with me. Right. Yeah. Were they like, also like, looking at you, kind of confused? Surf. Yeah, and swag surf. Everybody People were getting bumped fast. around. Swag I was like, bro, surf. move. We're surfing, bro. No, for real. Like, bro, you're supposed to be an ocean, not rocks. They were hitting I'm like, so y'all know the Soldier Boy Telling, but y'all don't know swag surfing? Yeah, okay. Hey, so so y'all picking and choosing. For the Soldier Boy Telling. So you picking yeah. and choosing, you know, the you know the cuts to know. I feel like the swag surf might be... Because we're all HBCU yeah. students. I mean, yeah, it's Might a strong culture for it. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, yeah. before going to Howard, I mean, like, but, freshman but, week, they taught us how to swag. Sir. That's what I'm saying. But the yeah. thing is, yeah. like, when it first came out as a, like, as a shorty, like, that song was, it was busting. Like, it was busting. And even necessarily, even before going to college, if you had, went to a party, like, as far as my experience, like, being in Chicago, growing up in Chicago, every once in a while, you go to uh, uh, certain parties, and to kind of get lit or kind of cap off the night, they'll end it with swag surf. But but for it to get really as strong as it was when we got to college, I really felt like HBCU culture with swag surf, damn near like a marriage they attached to the hip. Like it's always it's always gonna be a swag surf in any type of HBCU. That's a fact. I feel like yeah. swag surf and my alpha over here with the March Madness. 
Hello. Mm. Oh yeah, that got you oh. teed up real quick, didn't it? Hello. <laughs> oh yeah, I was. I thought you were gonna talk about. Um, what is it? Wipe me down. Wipe me down. Oh Wipe me yeah. Down. Either way, like, both. Ooh. Like yeah. Oh, no, they. they you know? I feel like now those have to be like HBCU like classics now. I think oh, they, they are. Yeah. I don't know yeah. any. I don't. I like a lot of D nine have a step to wipe me down. Yeah. Like, yeah. A right, lot. Right, right. Like, those are just a like lot. a like a staple type of. That's the song. Mm. Like, okay, I know I'm finna. It's when it like, and it's like that's I already know. like when that come out like early early thousands. Like wipe me down. Yeah. That's like yeah, yeah, yeah so early thousands. That's already estimated itself. Like just before the twenty times. Swag yeah, Surf. Yeah, I don't know yeah. exactly when that came Swag out. Swag Surf like like maybe same thing. Yeah, seven eight. You know. So those are like you know oh, that's yeah. baked in there. We'll see who else makes the list. I mean March Madness came out oh, when true. we were freshmen and that came out like yeah. March that. Madness is the best future song. I mean I don't know if he's ever made a song better than March Madness. Excuse me. Coding crazy. I love so much of his catalog. Diamonds dancing. It was a drought. I just <laughs> fucked your bitch in some Gucci <laughs> flip flops. I just, oh my god, yeah. bro, Hey, like, I know Gucci, like the company Gucci. I know their sales went up just for their slides because of that song. But so I know it had to. Bro, I know it for a fact. Something that one of our uh, marketing professors at Howard used to talk about was the fact that Future named that album "Dirty Soda Sprite." Right. The Sprite company did not know about that. Right? <laughs> but so, also DS2 the, is the like, dirty, dirty. Yeah. And so like, they're like, you know, at first they were flipping out, son. They're sitting over here like, yo, our brand is related to drugs. He's rapping about <laughs> cheating on girls. He's rapping great. about great. guns. Great. Great. Let, let your socks go up. They are, they're freaking great. out, bro. And right. now, like, that was back then, but like, at first they freaked out and then Kinda they were embrace like, Yo, it. we gonna lean into it. Drake sponsored, Lil Yachty, mm-hmm. athletes. Mm-hmm. Now Sprite is the black brand, all because Future put out Dirty Soda Sprite and gave them so much fucking clout in the black You're community. welcome. That, literally. Yeah, Bro, black culture wins that. again. <laughs> delivering, delivering W's. When has it lost? Delivering W's. your pouch. Hey. your pouch. <laughs> Hey, black culture Lager is just bounce. like the most beautiful, forgiving person ever. It, all they do is give. Two accounts. All they no do is give. Hey. <laughs> right. Don't get me started. Oh, man. But no, it, it, it's really crazy. That's funny you mentioned that, though, like about the Dirty Sprite thing. It's really crazy how like hip hop in general, if certain songs, catchy songs, like they mention a certain brand, it's amazing how like that reciprocates like the revenue Mm -hmm. and the popularity of that brand like um okay for instance um soldier boy soldier boy had made a song like earlier like in his career like i think Gucci bandana? Some, Gucci bandana, the Gucci bandana, oh, bandana. Gucci bandana, Gucci bandana, Gucci bandana, like like come on, bro. everybody oh, wanted to get man. a Gucci bandana. You see what I'm saying? Like Cheeky, he had like the big Gucci goggles, like the big dumb stupid like the, the Gucci goggles. You had man. people wearing the Gucci goggles. It's like hip hop in general. It's like it's really crazy how it could be really transcending, like 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 a trendsetter, and like a lot of these songs and a lot of. A lot of artists like they they be trendsetters, and it'd be really crazy how these companies be profiting off of it. It's, it's, I feel like, like you could damn. tell the good companies or the bad companies just by how quick they accept that we just took over your branding. Like Sprite, they were like, you know what? We had to think about it. We had to probably have a little sesh. We tried Dirty Sprite for a little bit. We like it. 
cool. We're going double down. They tried the dirty sprite. Like you got the CEO, like the Coke company. You got the C suite, just like you know, leaned up, perked up. It's like, what's this dirty sprite? Let's just try and see what the effects are. Look up the ingredients. You got the little thirty motherfucking at the thirty perk thirty. It's cough syrup, right? It's got a sore throat. Like wow, I had sickness. Wait, wait, I didn't realize I have this in my my medicine cabinet. I can throw this in my and a Jolly Rancher. Oh my god! <laughs> <A jolly rancher. laughs> oh, you know Just those CEOs. Put a little, like, two green mix. apples in mine. Like Ooh, please, two green, green apples. apples. <laughs> like two green apples, please, bro. But they like, like they jumped on that like kind of right away. But like. Gucci man and freaking like the Gucci sponsorship that took a long time. That's what I'm saying. Like they had to yeah. accept that. I understand. They did. They did. But like you know, he was in jail. He got out. Gucci abs revolutionized himself. You said abs. Hey, bro, man, he was. He came out. Yeah, he came did out. You he was an did you just trademark this man abs? Yes. Gucci abs. Yes. Gucci abs. Uh, trademark. You're partner. sick, bro. Did Did you not feel inspired? This from Gucci man to go to like, jail <laughs> 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 to be a better person that right. went to jail. <laughs> Let me go change my life. Let me go to prison real quick. I work for Malcolm X. I don't want work for Gucci. I'm cool on that. I don't. I'm cool on that. I feel like I don't know if it's inherently good for brands to just accept anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it makes sense that Gucci doesn't straight up go. This guy's name is Gucci <laughs> Mane. Go right into it. Yeah, because here's the thing. One, they could be asked. Yeah, like Gucci Man is like like talking about like uh, legendary in Southern hip hop now, but like when he first came out, he wasn't. And yeah. I mean, also they are specifically the type of brand that is looking at like you got to know your audience. Yeah, Sprite, the niggas drinking Sprite, listen to Future. The <laughs> niggas wearing Gucci don't listen to Gucci Man. Like not you know what I'm saying not their not what they want their. Uh, do you think it's the clientele? Do you think it's now? I feel like well, that's why they do it now. Also, but I'm saying like that Gucci, man. like for, at least for me like really blew up after he got out of jail. And that's yeah. especially like as a rapper that works. Yeah, like he, he I, was releasing yeah. hits like that worked. He's the mixtape king. Right, like, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. He, I never but, seen a man prolifically just releasing music at the rate that Gucci man, like mixtape king. If you really look, they probably wouldn't have it. They might have it all on like maybe Apple Music or Spotify. But nah, say if you went to like download like a, like a mixtape app and you just look at it, just droves. You scroll. You do like three full finger scrolls, and you still got nothing but mixtapes. Like the man and Wayne are like, yeah. My, I mean, they just do not stop making music. Like I'm yeah. an OG Gucci man fan. I'm like, I was there for okay, pregnant okay. Gucci. I was there for jail Gucci, and I'm there for like, you know, I'm cut and I'm. Everybody know about pregnant you Gucci. Apologize to yeah. Gucci man right now. Come on, man. No, don't, don't see, 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 you're not a real Gucci man fan, so you don't understand. That's acceptable to call him pregnant Gucci. Everybody know about pregnant Gucci. You know, you know, pregnant Gucci was the that's the grimy Gucci. You saw oh, what I'm saying? God. They weren't gonna set their endorsement. They of course they wasn't Gucci, the brand wasn't gonna do a partnership with Gucci then because he was street grimy. Yeah. They wasn't yeah. gonna endorse that. Now he has a better better like public image, I would say. Right. Like he's not way. not really like But even it, when he got out, it took like two, three. But I think even then it was still like it was still better time. though. Yeah. Exactly. Like like I feel like so like he really like or, like I'm kinda or I'm given that I don't have like my ear to music like that, like when I got hip to him, it was like I was like laid on the trail. I was, you know, Nothing like Prentice right here, like, you know, early, early fan. OG pregnant. Uh, right, right, right. At the same time, Yellow was a hit. I know Yellow, I know yellow was a was a pregnant Gucci hit. Yeah. Um, we had a few oh, more of those. Yeah, that was but, fantastic. That was a fact. That was but a fact. yeah, yeah. 
Gucci as a brand can't hop into can't <laughs> hop in like when when me and some other people were hopping in because like I said it worked for him as a rapper but mm-hmm. given their clientele like mm-hmm. yeah. now he's got a little distance between that and that he's seen a lot of now. success he's, he's more laid back chill a little yeah, bit yeah a more upscale brand I feel like right. his yeah, wedding absolutely. was super his wedding was magnificent oh, I, yeah. oh my god I don't even pay attention to on IG too like his just like his well I mean yeah, he has Christmas. a very clean mm-hmm. lifestyle now. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. I swear, Man. You know who really perfected sponsorships though? Titty boy. First of two chains. Two chains. <laughs> two chains. He's a legend, bro. I love. Oh. Like, I love his um vice like show. What's yeah, yeah. When he doing like the the richest, one, yeah. the richest things. Amazing. Love, so mm, yeah. so let me give you a little background. So, two chains has this show on like vice vice TV. And um, basically, he like takes samples and experience like the richest things of anything. So, for example, he ate like um, he drank like the the most expensive like tequila made like out there. Mm. He he and he just experienced like he experienced like the most expensive bong. Like he hit up like the most Mm. expensive bong. Like. He ate like he 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 lived he spent like uh two nights in like the most expensive pen suite like most in the world. Yeah, most expensive is like like this with the like lead. the most expensive like pen suite in like New York. Oh, that's a show. Yeah, and like I'm telling you, it's really good. Like he even like had like some like uh uh what's that called TAC embedded chicken wings here. Like that's like here in like in, in LA. Like it's mm. uh, he had it by a chef, and it's like three hundred dollars, and it's like gold encrusted. Like gold encrusted, like chicken wings, like it's gold embedded into like the chicken wing, like season, like skin, like and it's, been, it's like, just a whole series about it. It's it's good. It's good. It's legendary. He it's reviewed good. like a thousand dollar, like what's it called, fleshlight. Oh my god! I know it's That's amazing. A lot. I love it. Okay, you bet. know what's even more crazy? He like he interviewed the porn star that the fleshlight was modeled for have to you gotta be shut your mouth no no shut your mouth it gets better and then they bring up a video of her doing porn and like the whole backstage crew like all of his crew members come through and they're just looking at this and like right near you know the end they were just like yes good job awesome i i don't think i want to experience like a the set of a porn scene i I don't i don't think i want that was it a set or it was just like a screening? Type? No, 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 no. He was just like interviewing. But still, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about like, to say, oh, he was okay. on the set. Nah, I don't okay. Think... I'm like, uh, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't need to watch two chains fuck a flashlight. <laughs> I think I'm actually pretty good off that. <laughs> like, one. I'm I like, don't even have that oh, on my list. Of like, I'm cool watch. on it. Like, oh, uh, he like did like a review on like the most expensive like ice cube. Like, like it's a thing. Like actually, most expensive ice cube. Ice You'll be surprised see, the stuff see, he reviewed. There's a lot of expensive shit out there. Yeah. No, I get that, but like ice, an ice cube is water, bro. I'm it's frozen yeah, water. It's okay, it depends okay, on okay. where if you get the water. You know the little circular, okay. like the circular, like ball shaped, like ice cube. Yeah, it was that. Like it's that shape, but it's like the most expensive one. Like, I'm so curious on frozen how people Fiji make water. those. Like the like, perfect spear ice. Like, is like that a like mold. a machine that makes it or something? In a mold. A mold? A yeah, mold? it's a mold. Oh, it's like mold. you just pour the water in it. Yeah. Thing. See, I don't know. I thought like like rich people had like some like special robot machine that just basically a cube of ice makes it into like a perfect mm-hmm. sphere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mold. Mold. <laughs> right. Um, so I think that this is a good segue into our, our last topic, which is 
about uh, basically, you know, is wealth wasted on the wealthy? Like, do the question I want to ask, okay, as four people who went to HBCUs, us three went to Howard. Um, Prentice, you went to a smaller one, so I'm especially interested in, and that's smaller of HBCUs, which are the smallest schools. Hey, shout the school out real quick. Shout the school out. Shout, shout out. No, where you from? I got to, man. I got to go ahead and show love and a shout out to the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. Yes, sir. The Golden Lions. Let's get it. UAPB. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so the question is, like, do wealthy black people have an innate responsibility to be investing in HBCUs. Like two chains is fucking thousand dollar fleshlights. And I don't know what he's done. He reviewed HBCUs. Thousand dollar fleshlight. You gotta use it to review it. It was the review is implied. Bro so he Bro said, like, you know, it got a little grip to it, you know, ah! a little suction, <laughs> if you will. You know, you know, I damn near couldn't tell the difference at this point. Like, this is, this is authentic here. This, this is a put, quality product. Oh. VR headset. Be like, imagine you're there. Like, and this has my stamp there. of oh, approval. The VR, the VR headset. Bro. <laughs> he said, really get immersed. Get immersed. <laughs> He's like, I was kind of there, honestly. You know, I was in this, I was in and that. I, moment. I would say I'm a connoisseur, I so I would know. <laughs> so. I really couldn't tell the difference, so it gets my stamp of approval. I'll take her out after. Sick as hell. <laughs> sit across the table. Like sick as hell. Just have it sit. She's got Chinese food and candles. <laughs> <laughs> Damn lighting. <laughs> Send the candles. Imagine the review he would have sent that was that amazing. He would be like five out of five. Honestly, gotta say, I'll, I'm definitely recommending this to all my friends. I mean, yeah. if he did, the porn star would probably feel pretty. She'd be like, yeah, like. Two chains fuck with my pussy, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> 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 wow, like the porn star, like that's pretty cool. Logan, <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's how you that. flags. I mean, what's you could put that on your porn resume? Like, <laughs> two, don't have two chains is, approved. approved. Get a stamp. Oh Fast. man, you know. <laughs> okay. But mind no, you, this is this is a merry man. Let's be like down the back, you know. Oh, like, he, this is a merry man, kids. That's like, that's why he just used the the light. <laughs> he probably got you his know, wife, you know, one of the famous porn stars. <laughs> oh, other God. flesh, you know, utensils and all that. Wow. Is a fleshlight molded after somebody else's pussy cheating? Hey, no, we, I, I have to be uh, way higher for that type of question. Like. We had more serious questions to ask, but I just, I, just, I don't know. I can think of, no. I can think of girls that I dated and she's like, you better not touch that thing. You know what I'm saying? People, people have a it very got, different It got extra gorilla grip. Like, why wouldn't I try that? But it's one thing for it to be generic, and it's another thing for it to be specifically <laughs> modeled after another woman. I mean, women, I, hey, hey I that's wait, what I'm no, saying. I'm no expert, <laughs> but further. I can't imagine them being okay One with step further. What if it was the ex that you had the best sex with? You need your ass beat. See, see, see. That, that's, that almost you going to get your ass beat, like, bro. I'm not get just a mold. random porn star specifically by ex. Right, right, right. No, How did you even, like, tell your ex, like, yo, can you mold your coochie for me? So, like, just in case we break up, like, I, I'm going to need that later on. Can you take a picture on. real quick and I'm going to just send to the labs? Like, you're going to oh, get. Did you mold your God. Like, yo, like, can you mold your coochie, like, real quick for me? Like, it's like they'll like, come I'm to mold it for I got you. The 3D, I got the 3D printer. Like, we can, I can meet you halfway. Just, it's you just know. A, it's like a lock. Give me a measurement. You just got Give me your measurement. <laughs> <laughs> measurement. 
<laughs> just you know, work with me here. <laughs> That'd be sick. She'd be like, it went, it went from very arbitrary, like you know, maybe cheating to like, no, that that's definitely like he's probably that. not even just using the flashlight, bro. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, yeah, literally, you might as well call it. Like, right. right, right, right. Oh, man. Yeah, you're oh. fucked. No, but I love that question, though. Like, I, I can start us off. So do do wealthy black people have an innate sense to give back to HBCUs? I feel like even if they didn't even specifically themselves go to an HBCU, mm. I think I think there is an innate responsibility. Um, that's, that's my stance. Um... But in general, where I get that from is being wealthy, I think you have an obligation to give back, first and foremost. Like, you should be mm. giving back to some institution. Who? It's up to you. It's your money. But being black, in most cases, you relied on some other external, like, you 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 needed help to get to where you are. Research, there, there's yeah. exactly there's mm-hmm. there's instances where maybe you needed less help or more help. You know, spectrum of you know everything. But um, I think to be able to uh, get back to HBCU specifically, what you're doing is you're investing in the growth of the next generation of Black talent, and um, I think that should be high on the list of things to give back to. Like. We're talking mm-hmm. about the future, like if you care about the kids, the grandkids, like there's never enough black successful people. I feel like that's the thing people like like f- they, fuck pound enough. cake. Like there's not <laughs> enough of us. Like, bro, like I just feel like and thank you for the elevated talking you dashiki, you know, that just wisdom me all up. Chilling that bamboo. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, um, brand. I I do uh, completely agree, like Black people need to give, especially if they're in a point where they can give. But I also completely understand why, specifically for Howard, I cannot say anything on any other HBCUs, but I completely understand why there's a lot of well-known alumni that don't give back because they either don't know how to properly give back or it's like a system that they don't really like. Like Howard's um, going a little deep into like the Howard system. If you give back, um like we're from school of business naturally if millionaires which will all be soon you know um it's already written already written um if you put the money back in there you're basically you can't give it directly to the school of business mm. you go you give it to howard mm. and then howard decides <coughs> where it needs to go where to. it distributes it yeah, yeah and then i'll say you... two things to that though one as soon as i graduated i got a letter in the mail asking to donate yeah, badass. exactly. Right. So, when you, right. But when at the walk. same time, that that brings me to like your second point. Like, but if I donate, where is it going to? That's exactly. key. And people mm-hmm. want to know where their money's going. So, I actually want to like comment on that. So, um, a way you can kind of go around that, which comes to donations, you can donate to your school, of course, and specifically like uh, like uh your school of whether school of arts, business, science, whatever it may be. But a way I would say you can kind of go around that is do a dedicated scholarship to your school of choice within your university. Mm. That way you step you you can set the stipulations of, okay, if I want to say I want to do a two hundred fifty thousand dollar donation, but in in form of a scholarship, 
but it's towards the school of business. Like I set the criteria, GPA, essay format, whatever it may be. But this is dedicated to the school of business scholarship. It's for and because schools have that. Like a lot of universities yeah. have specific um, school based like uh, scholarships for your major. You, you you see what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I think that's a way to go around it. But to kind of loop back to the overall question, I kind of do believe like wealthy black should you know reach back and kind of support um invest into these into hbcus uh not whether they went to one or not um if you all for empowerment uh helping the next generation if you really just look at the stats just look at the stats the educational stats um you will see like where all the doctors are coming from where all the engineers are coming from where like the where lawyers, the, the judges exactly the majority of these like black successful like people coming from hbcus yeah. not knocking no pwis but i'm saying the level of resources at a pwi is greater but we don't know how it is for like the black population but nevertheless i feel like um that support at hbcus if if yo you know your market value your net worth is worth $35 million. I didn't know two fifty, you know, $250,000 finna really hurt you. you. You see what I'm saying? I didn't know that was just so harsh. Um, but I do got to speak to another point on that. You know, you guys went to Howard. You, you have some, like, wonderful uh, uh, alumni, like, like really, you know, well-mentioned, known alumni and whatnot. So from a smaller HBC, HBCU perspective, I kind of speak from that perspective of small HBCUs. It can get a little annoying or it, it, I don't know if it's like envy, jealousy, or no, annoyance um, that you will just see like just all these just great, great donations to these big schools. And it, it just be the same ones. Yeah, so it could okay. be a Howard, a FAMU, uh, 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 what's that called? Uh, um uh NCAT, like, yeah, yeah. like Clark, yeah. Clark Atlanta, like that, like Spelman, like all that. Like it's Morehouse, it's difficult yeah. to see. And I can't knock because you have like more well known or just 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 that big support cast. But it'd be like, okay, if you're not even a wealthy black, like you could be like any other, like oh, you could be a, a white person, you could be Mexican, whatever, and you're wealthy, right? And you'll still donate to those <laughs> same schools. And I think it's just because of the popularity. Like, you just know these schools, they're the most mentioned HBCUs. Of course, you're like, well, I want to get back in some type of way. These are the ones that people generally, okay, why not? Like, it's hard to see a smaller HBCU get some of these donations. And, you know, that, you know, it just sucks. Like, I do got a shout out, you know, Beyonce and uh, oh, and yeah. Jay-Z. They That's actually the just gave out a, a scholarship from their foundation to five uh, smaller HBCUs. Um, including mine, so shout out them, you know, for the HBCU. It's like, it's like, it's like a two million, two million like dollar like scholarship fund, like separated for like five schools. So I think that's really nice, five HBCUs. So that's really dope. So, but nevertheless, like, I I, I think yeah, like wealthy blacks should try to invest in HBCUs, and if if they can, like try to be mindful of who they donated to. Like, okay, so, so I'm gonna depart from all three of you. And nice haves, must haves. Oh my God! Here you go with that bullshit. Oh I know. I He's know. I just say this every time. Nice haves, must haves. Okay, but here's the thing. Okay, because I don't know. I can total. I went to HBCU. I would love 
for every single wealthy black person to reinvest in HBCUs. I think there are so many benefits. HBCUs are dying. Like we have like a hundred, uh, close to two hundred. If HBCUs don't it's consolidate, like, like one eighty. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard for me to see us to continue to have one eighty for the next fifty years, just funding wise. Yeah. So I wish that there was more investment there, but. If I was rich, and I'm not talking like, like no connection to HBCUs. No, 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 not 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 even that. Like me, mm. I went to an HBCU. Mm. If I was rich, like, um, not like Jeff Bezos, not like literally, I can do whatever I want, rich. But like, I have. <laughs> I'm like, wealthy. Like yeah, like I have like, like million, a couple million net worth. You know mm, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I'm looking to affect change in the black community. I don't know if our problems start or stop with how well our HBCUs are doing. And so if I was looking to affect the most change for the value, I'm not sure HBCUs are where I'm going to put my money. I feel like so would you say like starting earlier, like <clears throat> investing like in high school or later? education? Because I think education Oh, you just really don't know, but start, you want to just say specifically like HBCUs. I feel like I would start investing in organizations to strengthen the black family. Like I think not having two parent households is difficult. Like, I yeah, think that's yeah. one of the a big, it's a killer, bro. Yeah. It's a killer. Yeah. Statistically, you wanna talk about statistics? Look at the statistics for not two parent households. And you can literally equal anything. You can equal political leaning. You can equal race. You can uh, make it equal on wealth, anything. Mm. Two parent household does better. Your kid needs two parents, mm. straight up. And so I would more, put my money towards like stuff that helps people reform out of jail be able to reacclimate into society like a lot of people's fathers are lost to the jail system you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying and then their kids get lost to the jail system or the foster system or you know gangs you know stuff like that so i feel like it would be just something earlier down the line i think hbcus are a nice to have but not like the it's not gonna break nothing like if we lost all the HBCUs, we could still have an extremely thriving black community. Ah um, man, I don't, I don't know, but I, I totally let's see that rebuttal. I, I think oh. like <laughs> I understand and I completely agree with you. Like especially coming out of like a no father household, like that shit's crazy because it's just so much shit that you just deal with that you can't really talk to friends about and mm -hmm. all that type of stuff. That guidance, that guidance, or just like shit trying to find a father. You know how hard it is to find a father figure. It's like especially we don't know any criteria for like a father mm, figure you're right, over here right. like i mean do i do i call you do you call me do i say like, <laughs> <laughs> right, like you, right, you right. send out applications like that's what i'm saying it <laughs> like, feels it feels like a resume sometimes right. um i i feel like in this time right now in the present hbcus are very much needed like all of them and i feel like it's because of that because at the end of the day like there is a big big gap between like high school and real life and like i really feel like college is an important thing and hbcu specifically for black people is a very important thing as a college practice because it's hard dude like it's really hard because you just don't know shit that goes on and i feel like at least college filters that and Honestly, I still believe black colleges, HBCUs are the only places for like, well, not the only places, but they're just, you're, you have much more of a higher chance to go to like college as a black person or just a minority of anyway. Like 
there's not a single PWI that I know that does the HBCU like acceptance on the spot like conventions. You remember those oh. like they were like no. in high school like oh, I know what you're talking about yeah, like, yeah, like, they, like like college it like, was like a college convention for mm-hmm. like HBCUs you mm-hmm. go there and they had colleges that literally accepted you right on the spot That's how I got my offer. I went yeah. to a, I went to a specifically like an HBCU like uh uh college uh college convention and they were doing on-site admissions like you just come with your transcript um you give a like a nice little talk conversation what your major is, what you're interested in, boom, boom. You meet the criteria, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. accepted, and you, based off what you got right now, you qualify for these scholarships, like this scholarship. And I, that's, that's honestly so literally how I got mine. If they're accepting so me on the spot, they should be dropping some bread, too. Like, <laughs> like I impressed you in, what, 30 minutes? Less? Five minutes? <laughs> but like, I feel like it's so essential. Because, like, my big belief is, like, I just feel like we need more black people to, like, match the economy right now and that's the issue we don't have a lot of people we don't have our communities who are massively joined to like match economies and i feel like the only way right now at this point to do that you have to go to college you have to get a yeah. job like you can't like I'm, everyone's talking about like oh you only need a college degree yeah you do like especially now. see, yeah, see college think, is low-key a scam i ain't gonna hold you at all yeah. you really think it's a scam I, like, like let me like, let me tell you why it's a scam like you can do college in two years and you'll be great yeah in my opinion, like if you do your core classes, you can really, it is what it is. Then the associate's degree is really what, associate's degree is like you get all the basic, like the, your non-essential classes that way, that's an associate's degree. You can technically do an associate's degree if they flip that and just focus literally on your main classes and boom, you're still qualified. You you're going right into your career for or what you, and you know what that is? That's trade school. Facts. Yeah. That's trade school. No, yeah. People, I really wish it, like on a side note about like wealthy blacks, I wish it was a way that you know they prioritize like trade schools again. So yeah. coming out of high school, they give you schools. two. It's then only two options: either you don't go to school and you like get a job, grind it out. That three, get a job, grind it out. You know, college not for you. You don't. You're not interested in college. Mm-hmm. You go to the military, mm-hmm. or you go to college. Yeah. It's one of those three. It used to be. Trade school. You might not want to go to college specific, like specifically, but hey, I'm good at you know carpentry. I, I build stuff with like my my peoples, my uncle, whatever it may be. Or I'm pretty good. I'm a, I'm pretty good. I'm handsy. I could be you know a plumber. I could be an electrician. Electricians make damn near eighty to a hundred thousand dollars, and yeah. you can get that off trade school. Yeah. Like my uh, engineering teacher in high school, he originally was an electrician. So God, damn. So Maybe. like. So yeah. like plumbers? I had some wiring done in my house actually, and saw that bill afterwards. That was like, <laughs> yeah. And he was chilling, bro. He was just, you know. And it's a high There's demand. So wiring, you know, it's it's a high demand for trade, like for not, people with trades, like plumbers and electricians. They in high demand right now, high. And I feel like there's like literally no type of like no type of like investment or advertisement for trade schools no more because they cut them out. Mm-hmm. They try to make you go to college. Sure. I definitely think there needs to be HBC trade schools but yeah. i think like education i i am a full strong believer like y'all said education is the same everywhere like i don't care what anyone says to me like a textbook on algebra one in pwi to hbcu to even like community college yeah. essentially the same yeah. um i just feel like you need at least today in these times you just need like like just a degree like just like a paper 
to just show so you can get through a door like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i i i agree it's like super it's super valuable i mean that's i wouldn't have done it if it wasn't um mm. but at the same time yeah like especially if you're like in uh software engineering yeah <laughs> you know we were just talking about music engineering but like if you have a passion like that um it's and I'll, i guess would that be considered like a trade? I feel like trade. I usually I mean, think you, of like it's plumbing. Growing, like, you can like take certification, so you right, don't right, have to right, technically right. go to school for That's, that. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like mm. there, like you definitely um, don't need to agree. Like uh, people, whenever the debate comes about uh, the necessity of a college degree, like they'll talk about Zuckerberg and um, what's his face, Microsoft, no, Bill, Bill Gates. Gates, Bill Gates. Yeah. yeah, it's like I mean, but the fact is like they did get it done it's just you have to know what you want to do and sometimes like college is helpful for doing that and mm. also what i got personally from college was just like um that network of black individuals like being at hbcu like that was something i grew up with in a sense but hbcu just like blew that up completely mm -hmm. like yeah mm -hmm. the connections before and after were just ridiculous and <laughs> Facts. the dopest way to like I don't know, like measure that or like just like see that is when I'm going to a um, in a different town, like I'm visiting Atlanta and I got a place to stay, you know, mm, yeah. on, on a, like a small scale or like even bigger, like as we uh, get deeper in our career paths, like how those connections turn into like collaborations and like, you know, us right now, like collabing for this, like mm -hmm. yeah. um, HBCU rooted. And like, that's, that's why I see the value and you know going to school getting that degree especially at an hbcu and um i mean yeah you can be successful and get it done without it but i think this is like taking that step is like super valuable yeah. i would recommend it to anyone i talk to i don't feel um, like you you don't waste time like i mean yeah you waste days but you don't like it has a purpose everything it has a purpose okay what you're has, thinking i don't know if it has a purpose i mean i just I don't know. I can't. Maybe I'm looking at success differently. Like if you're talking about like the success of the black community depends on our ability to financially compete tit for tat with white people, then sure. Having colleges is like super essential, but like I just define success more broadly than that. Like mm -hmm. I just, I feel like having more black doctors doesn't mean our community is more successful. If like, our family situation doesn't improve or like if the incarceration rate doesn't go down right or right, things right. like that so i feel like like i said nice to have very nice to have i love howard i'll talk about howard a thousand days a week like i i literally do not have anything overwhelmingly bad to say like you know a few bad experiences with people but i i will always vouch for the value of an hbcu um but not the necessity of hbcu not like you're you can't live a happy life if you didn't go to college oh no, you know what i'm saying like you like can't that. you yeah. can go and make i mean you only need my parents made way less than i made right now and supported four kids and we were having a great fucking time so it, it's just hard for me to wrap my head around the need to make even six figures to say that that's that's the definition of success. You can't even be success before you, you can't even count yourself successful before you hit six figures. That's not true at all. I feel very successful. Um, I'm like just under six figures and I feel like, you know, 
this i mean i'm at the pinnacle of what i thought success in my life could be now mm-hmm. and not even 30 yeah right and that's like that's with that's with the hbcu like the my hbcu got me there so i 100 percent vouch for the value of it but yeah i just think if you're talking about like an innate responsibility to me means that you have if you get it you are a failure for not doing this it's your responsibility you have right. failed your responsibility to not do this and as much as i love and value my hbcu i don't see it that way i don't i think that you know you could totally invest in something else and i would totally understand it because it might have more impact i feel like to that point i feel like if there are certain things like okay programs for uh, prison reform programs for broken families programs for foster care needs 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 and needs right mm-hmm. The need for education, in some way, form, or fashion, is a need. Yeah. So not college I, education. That's right. Okay. Not, not secondary okay. education. An HBCU secondary is specific But do you feel like college. the but college so, education? Oh, my bad. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you feel like the college education? I see college as you're not. It's not like high school is textbook. College, most of the education you're getting is just like kind of like life. Apply. Like a like like. Like some uh, people would disagree. They'd Some be like, do. "What yeah. the?" I mean, I what think you can get a lot do? of those life lessons just <laughs> living. Life. I mean, right. I, I know a lot of guys who didn't go to college. Like, yeah. and I mean, I, y'all weren't running those streets, but you learn a lot. I mean, even you know, not even doing anything malicious or you know nefarious, but like just going and grinding it out every day teaches you a lot about yourself. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like I mean, yeah. this professional career that we've all <clears> just started <throat> a couple years now. Niggas have been in since we were 18. They've yeah. been grinding for a check for rent, you know what I'm saying? Balancing, maintaining a house with maintaining a social life, maintaining whatever family balance, like trying to start a career. Like they've been doing that. That's they're right. five years in, they're six years in. So like it teaches you stuff. It teaches you different stuff. It teaches you in a different order, but I don't know if it teaches you anything more valuable. Right. Yeah. And I just... I apologize for yeah, like you said that initially, like um, just the need for um, investing in like yeah, family programs and like prison reform and like making sure that um, you know our family structure is solid from the base. I I totally skipped over that when I first um, shared, but um, one thing I did say initially was when you have that wealth, it's definitely a it's your responsibility to give back in some way, form or fashion, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, especially like being black to your community, right. like yeah. whether it's HBCUs or like prison reform or like social, just, programs. Like, social programs. Like, I mean, you're in a position where you made it and you're in a top, top, like they say like the wealthy individuals are like the 1%. Like if right. you're wealthy and black, you're damn near in yeah, the yeah. tenth of a point. Yo, I'm gonna say you're a decimal. Right? You're a decimal. <laughs> you know, help a nigga out, bro. Like, <laughs> help me. Why you being weird to me with the money, nigga? Like, oh, so and I don't like. That's just how I grew up. Like, I'm always trying to help out. Like, yeah. and um, I love the way Jay Z said it. You know, I can help the poor if I'm one of them. So I got rich and gave back to me. That's the win-win, bro. Like, right, right. Yeah. That's a win-win. Like you. You navigated through the through the the struggle and you helped you you helped um lift as you climbed bro like that's right. that's what it's all about like that's, what I, that's I, where I the innate that. what you were talking about like you have failed if you yeah. don't 
if you don't make it and and climb and you know so I think, pull someone up i think that's mm -hmm. where it all comes down to i think we can kind of agree to disagree on the specific hbcus mm -hmm. but we can definitely agree on the aspect that it should be some type of investment back into the black community in some form or fashion whether it's social yeah. programs in some type of way form or in my aspect that I just feel like education or HBCU college education is important, but I feel like that overall aspect of giving back is what's important if you're a wealthy black person. True. Absolutely. Question. Sorry, final thought? Um, actually, I do, because like, I know you're a very religious man. How do you feel about churches in the black community? I mean, the black church is weaker than ever. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts. It I mean, I, I yeah. grew up, bro. I grew up, we would go to conventions. We go to national conventions. We I heard those are lit. Bro. Church I mean, conventions? Yeah, yes, like, bro. they, I mean, they go hard. Baptist yeah. churches from across the yeah. country. And, I mean, we still do the conventions. Don't get yeah, me wrong. But it's, like, but different, it used though. to be, you know, people our age, like, coming mm. in droves. Like, mm. I don't know if y'all know the dude Lecrae. He's a rapper. Yeah, I heard of him. Um, he he got saved at a convention. Mm. Um, like he just like you know whatever like, and that's how he started his rap career. Mm -hmm. Um, or he started at, you know that influenced his rap career, and um, but like you know you get to really check out the Baptist culture of like black churches. We have like different types of like artistic things. You have miming um, and praise dances, and mm. the two different styles of praise dances. But um, so like miming, you have stepping like. The way that y'all step, like um, in Greek life, like churches have steps like that. Like, Never is that miming that. or what's miming? Miming is like a praise dance, but you put on. It's kind of oh. like crumping. I mean, it's mm. literally like you put on the mime, like the fucking you know the, the white face. I never yeah. knew it was two and different styles. Girls. Yeah, and yeah. praise dances is like interpretive dance. You're right. trying to like be very flowy, but miming is very like passionate, like yeah. very big it's real facially it's usually less people it's usually like just one or two people mm -hmm. mostly like one person mm -hmm. it's very athletic um and it's just like you get to see just a very beautiful representation of like the way that different people mm -hmm. um worship with god and, and taking that experience and their relationship with him and i think that it used to be a great centering point for the community mm -hmm. you know everybody kind of being on the same page i think it's hard for us to get behind doing anything because everybody has different ideas of the way that they want to go about doing things mm. um, like different, you know, if you're different at your foundation, y'all going to move different. Yeah, that's and I feel idea. like when we were all centered around God, you know, I'm a Christian. I feel like that's the right way to be. So um, if we were all centered around God, I feel like some of those things would have been easier to galvanize. Some of the things that we're fighting for now, it would be easier to galvanize and justify, you know, a reason for why we need to galvanize around it. If we were more connected to the black church, but it's pretty weak right now having a very hard time connecting with people our age i'm trying to work with my pops because uh, he's a pastor and trying to work on figuring out ways to better engage people our age and try to test some of those things out in the churches around arizona and then hopefully take it to the national convention one day mm. and figure out ways to kind of tap into our age and below us and make young black people excited about god and like you know the truth of the salvation of jesus christ and like you know just the the kind of peace that you can get through that relationship i got a question mm -hmm. and this is just something that's been on my mind do you believe it's necessary to go to church to worship god mm. i don't think i mean 
is it necessary to go to church to worship God? Yeah. No. Only I think you can worship God from anywhere. Only ask that because that's how I feel. Like, honestly, I, I don't know why, but after a while, I just don't feel comfortable going to church no more. But that doesn't necessarily stop me from believing in God and praying. Yeah, and same. I mean, that's the thing. It's church. The only thing that saves you is Jesus. Right. Do you believe in him? Like, do you believe in what his sacrifice meant for you? Mm-hmm. That like we are all innately sinful. You know, we have these things that we're born with that we fight to control. And everybody has those things. And if you believe in Jesus, he'll help you work through them. Mm-hmm. And you're going to mess up and you're going to stumble and you're not going to be perfect. But if you believe in Jesus, you know, he'll walk with you through it. And when you die, he'll continue to walk with you. He's not going to stop walking with you. Right. And so that's the only thing that saves you. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as like what strengthens your relationship with him, things like that. Uh, like, I feel like it's, you know, communing with others about Jesus mm-hmm. and that's what church is. But like, you know, praising him, praying with him, trying to make him more ingrained in your life, putting him before other things. Like before I went to the club, I was like, let me center myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me not act too crazy. Like <laughs> there's a way to be in the club and not, you know, uh, offend God. You know, mm-hmm. you can have a great time dancing, drinking, juice turned water into wine. You know, like you have a great time celebrating. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, putting Jesus first in those ways, I feel like, is important. Communing with others about God is important. Receiving sermons is important. Mm-hmm. Um, going to church every Sunday is not in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to make you go to hell for not going to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. But it is important as believers to find a way to get the word mm-hmm. and to get that communion with other people who believe. Okay. I feel like those are important. That's cool. It's funny. I'm sorry. I had to laugh when you said uh, Jesus turned water to wine because I thought about the the dirty the, the dirty sprite. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus turned sprite in the lead. Oh my well, god! It really popped in my head. If I hear that line in <laughs> any of Future's new songs, any yeah. rapper song, we we gonna need a five percent. Will come after you. We need a five percent. That's all. We just need a small five percent. Just little. Like, just better, I better top. see the morning interlude yeah. credit. Timestamp like, that line. Timestamp that line. Timestamp. Sure. Sure we know Jesus turned is. water into like the dirty sprite. Oh <laughs> my bet. god! Bet that CEO sprite was like, "Wow, I'm, I've got to get down to this now." <laughs> God's turning dirty lean. Oh yeah, nah, I don't know. I feel like sprite dirty. I'm like I'm a very like kind of logistics. Like my beliefs is embedded a lot with logic. I believe a lot of crazy other stuff, and it's like because I do think there's so much we just don't know, but. I feel like the issue like that I've kind of had, especially with church specifically, is like I do believe there's like a greater purpose, a greater energy out there. I just feel like it's being reinterpreted by the words of man. And with that comes, you know, the standard just human human errors, references, personalities, what you more or less believe in, what intentions. Like I mean, bro, mega churches. Like, that's yeah, the one. I mean, yeah, that's that's. It. I'm not. I, I didn't say mega church. You said the TDJ joints. I mean, I don't. I don't. I, if uh, if you cross reference the doctrine of some of those places with the actual doctrine of Christianity, yeah. you'll find. Yeah. I mean, it's you can say anything. You can say you're Christian. Yeah. And if people want to believe you and make that their you know judgment of the Christian faith, and that's fine. But like. I mean, at the end of the day, we try to interpret forces that more than God all the time. You know, you try to yeah. interpret gravity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You try to interpret all these other forces 
through Nan's words, mm-hmm. and we get errors all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we don't understand how gravity works fully at all. Still, like you, we understand how it works in our large physical world, but like we were just talking about quantum physics, the way that gravity works at a quantum level is completely different. It's a fact. Yeah. It, the, the laws that we write just don't work. It's a fact. And so, does that mean that gravity doesn't work, or gravity is not real, or what we know about gravity is not real? Understand it. it just means there's Marvel more to Marvel discover. Knows. You know, <laughs> yeah, they got it figured. They got it figured out. <laughs> <laughs> Stan Lee found out. That's the gospel. Stan Lee gospels. Right, the Stan Lee gospels. Just imagine if, like, one random time, like two of us just. Started dusting away. We're like, damn, Marvel Bro, was really trying to train us. That, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'll so, be freaking the fuck out for the next two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> just poof. Just poof. Oh, oh my gosh. Man. Okay, so um, yeah, thanks for thanks for all those words about the HBCUs. Uh, I feel like we can have a bigger discussion about faith if you guys want. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was just something that just popped in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um. But yeah, let's let's talk about what we got going on this week. This is the first week of the pod. We got a little uh, giveaway going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna be giving Ooh. away two pairs of shoes. By the time this pod comes out, we should have picked the winners. Mm-hmm. So congrats to our two winners. Got two fresh pair of J's mm. picked randomly, Crispy. probably by Byron. I think is gonna be the one who's gonna pick the shoes. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome for the drip. You're okay, welcome. right, right. <laughs> if you could always please um, on our IG send us, you know, your fresh little first flick with the new J's and all that stuff. And hey, man, we're here. Bit. We're here with the community. So put your best foot forward. We're gonna interact with y'all. Exactly. We'll repost you. We'll get you, you know what I'm saying? Like, we here with y'all. Exactly. Get your voice out there. Um, so make sure you guys interact with us. Uh, like and subscribe to the pod on, on all the platforms that we talked about earlier mm-hmm. um, on YouTube. Uh, follow us on all of our social medias. Uh, any Anything else that we need to announce for the rest of the week, guys? Just so people know. Just what you got, on, Branford? You, you always have something this weekend. Shoot, yeah, I'm just excited for this release, bro. Like, yeah. it's been a long time yeah. coming. We've been out here grinding in the yep. lab. Like, yeah. you know, we put a lot of time into this. So yeah. every weekend for the past like six, seven weeks. Facts, yeah, facts, yeah. facts. Yeah. Hey, so, damn, just, oh, so just really excited, man. Excited to bring this to y'all, Ooh. especially the shoes. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shoes are gonna be nicer than any of my shoes. About to drip y'all up before I drip myself up. <laughs> the people what? I can just imagine, like, right when we look away, Maka just swaps the shoes real quick. <laughs> I'm going to send y'all Those these in the box. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you, if, I hope you're a size 14. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> like, damn. Okay. Oh, I know. I was like this. You know? All right. Well, thank you, beautiful listeners, for giving us your time. Uh, and we can't wait to talk to you in a couple weeks. Absolutely. Absolutely, awesome. man.